this is Gertie from the Saddling the Southlands campaign. The uh, podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. For more podcasts like this, please visit professionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, beardeddragongames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code professional casual at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. Episode 65. Does anybody have a... Like a factoid that goes along with 65? 65 is one half of 130. Wow. Retirement age, right? That's amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kind of. 59 and a half is really retirement age when you can take your assets out without invoking a 10% penalty. And 65 is when you get Social Security? Medicare eligibility. It is Medicare eligibility. There you go. uh, You can take Social Security then, but if you're in our generation, you shouldn't until 70. Ah. Okay. There you go, Dan. Sweet. I was like careful (laughs) saying anything about retirement or whatever you get Tim going. Going. So we like it. Yeah, I'm not I'm not far enough in the bag yet that I'm going to start spewing about Roth IRAs. So we're good. (laughs) If you don't have one yet. You should get a Roth IRA. Yeah, get two. Uh, email the professional casual at gmail.com. I asked him about Roth IRAs. I mean, why stop at two when you can get three? Right. You know, <laughs> just yeah. Send it. Wait a minute. Can't really? you only get one? No, you can have more than one. You can just only contribute X amount to a Roth IRA per year. So you can have three, but you can only contribute X amount yeah. into all Roth IRAs combined. He just said he's not in the bag enough to talk about this. Moving on. <laughs> I'm just trying. I don't know. Sometimes it's fun to get him going with that stuff because I just don't understand it half of it anyway. <laughs> but he explains it in a way that's so easy to understand. Fair. Where are my lucky dice? Oh, there we go. Let's do this. Lucky dice. Lucky dice. Statistically, have you seen on the show? Not very lucky. Not super lucky. No, you do not spike hard with those dice. Lucky mm-hmm. at rolling like 79. Yeah. It's one of those dice favorite numbers. <laughs> very <Really> much <laughs> yeah that happens a lot that's funny it's either 70 plus or 33 right which sometimes mm. is still not good yeah correct yeah if it's a strength <laughs> check it, it's not good still enough. not enough to build a bunk bed <laughs> correct Despite, I mean, the last two times i've tried to build a bunk bed that 33 pops up hello it just yeah. hasn't been useful for me yeah hell yeah all right, real quick so we can start finding out what's happening with these goblins. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm so nervous. Yeah, because I know you guys really want to get back into it. Uh, Patreon.com slash professional casual. You can join the Patreon and get access to the video version of the show. Uh, the same di- the same time, actually earlier than the podcast release mm-hmm. releases. Like by an hour, but still. Two hours. <laughs> Two Shout hours. Agna, yeah. That it came out at 10 p.m. Yeah. The podcast releases at 11 p.m. Oh, Wednesday. Yeah, so fair. we call it Thursday. Right. 
Uh, we released it a bit early for our friends across the pond. Uh, any tier on Patreon gets you access to the Discord, which is always hopping. We're talking about the new Oryx for Age of Sigmar today because those new so models good. are amazing. GW is just nailing it with those. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, also, the Settling the Southlands campaign, uh, Patreon exclusive access, and uh, super early video access. Uh, at the $10 tier and above and all kinds of other stuff on there. Super cool things going on. Oh, and then we have our reviews. Of course, if you haven't, uh, please leave a review on either iTunes or Audible. We've been looking at those lately and we're going to do once we get to 55 star reviews, we will be releasing some extra bonus free content on YouTube. Bonus. One shots. Yeah. I've got a review. Awesome. This one is from Fullerton 42 from Great Britain. Oh. So what's up, Fullerton? Thank you for this review. The The subject is just perfection. Oh, I think this is the one that like got me tearing up yeah. a little bit when I first read it. Yeah. Yeah. So they wrote perfection, not just the best Wolf Rope podcast. Also, thank you for writing it out. So I can't just say WFRP. They, they've spelled <laughs> still, it out. I'm still gonna. Wolf Rope, uh, not just the best RPG podcast. This is the best podcast. It's just nice to hear a bunch of friends having fun. You feel you're at the table laughing along to a unique take on perhaps the classic RPG campaign. Whether it's the odd couple humor of Carl and Bruno's bromance to the (laughs) slow burn dramatic tension of Mina and Lucky's will they, won't they, love slash hate relationship. This podcast has it all. Gone with the wind for our times. A gone with the winds of magic, if you will. They all seem like super nice people. They offer full fan service on social media. And Dan might be the original bad GM, but in the absolutely best way possible. I love these guys. They kept me going through lockdown. The world would be a better place if there were more people like them. I cannot rate this podcast highly enough. And now I'm tearing up again. Right. That, that last bit at yeah. the end, was, the world would be a better place if there were more people like them is what got me. Thank yeah. you. Was it Fullerton? Fullerton, yeah. What got me was best podcast ever. So Ira Glass, we're coming for you. Mark <laughs> Marin, come at us. I don't know what either of those things are. Oh, the, oh, wow. <laughs> Dan literally listens to three podcasts. Two of them are ours. So yeah. no, it's it's like four. Oh, okay. I started listening to that one about Scrubs. Yeah, because I love Scrubs. Yeah, oh, my goodness. Uh, fake doctors, real friends. Yeah, fake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Like real friends, fake doctors. Do you even know what a podcast is? Who? It's like, <laughs> no, this is a radio show. The, the, <laughs> the only yeah. podcast I listened to for about a year in it, but until we started ours, was the Glass Cannon. Mm. That's the only podcast I listened to. And then eventually their Patreon exclusive stuff. But that's it. It's actually when you go fish, uh, fishing with sugar snap peas, mm. right? So you put the pod right on the hook and then you cast that that's line. Pod podcast. Wow. Hell yeah. I mean, they were kind of the inspiration for this show. I wanted to, to emulate them in a lot of ways because I like what they do. Yeah. Same. That's why I'm a glass cannon. <laughs> what? I die very easily. Oh, lucky his. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. For sure. With Dart and his lack of armor and things. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. So we found a <laughs> goblin. All right. Fine. We. I guess we'll play. <laughs> I'm so ready for oh, we this. Didn't, we didn't have any Patreon questions? Oh. Oh, I forgot to post on the Patreon to ask for questions today. Ah, uh, nuts. So, so you found a goblin. I believe Carl found the goblin in the woods. He was like, I'm going to take three more steps into the woods. Oh, look at that. Well, there I go. Hmm. A dead goblin with a couple arrows in it. 
And you would all immediately recognize a goblin. It's not, I'm not going to make you, you don't need a test for that or anything like that. Everybody in the Empire knows generally what a goblin looks like. We've already seen one. Yeah. It's not that three-legged one. That's yeah, right. Where, where's this one's third leg? <laughs> it has two legs. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's a little halfling sized, probably three feet tall or so. Green skinned, real big head with a long nose and long pointy ears. And it, it is, it's pretty dead. Does it have a short skirt? And a long jacket. Long jacket. No. Um, I have a question. Yes. Is the place that we are in still in the Empire? You are in the Empire. Yes. yes. Okay. Very um, on the edge of Empire. We are. Yes. Okay. So is known like a different Empire? No. No. It's kind of like a different state. If gotcha. We're in the United States. Okay. So. I'm a little confused because uh, we've been uh, pretty reinforced that there are no more mutants in the Empire. Mm -hmm. But this goblin only has two legs. Mm -hmm. So something's amiss here. Perhaps it is only no human mutants in Empire, but goblins ah. and dwarves and elves can still mutate because dr malthusius was was very uh, specific that his goblin was not a mutant mm. correct so yes okay it's common though um there were many children in my village who would have like extra finger extra toe was a sign of good luck uh that yeah i mean that tracks yep Ah, Lucky, you are, uh, I know you are a doctor who specializes in humans. Can you look at this goblin and see perhaps how long it has been dead for? Absolutely. Uh, what wounds does this goblin have? The arrow wounds. Uh, it has two arrows stuck in its body. What where? They? In like the torso. In the torso, in the front or the back? Front. In the front? This goblin was shot from the front. <laughs> if you want to make a heal test to see, determine how long it's been dead. I do. 90 minus <laughs> five degrees of success level. Not pass. Uh, looks like he probably died like an hour ago. It's pr actually pretty recent. Uh, I'm surprised he's not still uh, breathing. Um, probably 45 minutes, maybe an hour. We should be on our, uh, we on actually, our toes. Yeah, we should be on guard here. You know, be on your six toes. Uh, but if you guys remember, I think Lucky himself made an outdoor survival test last episode and determined that the farm here was burned down about two nights ago. So that's actually really weird because this goblin just died. But we know that the obviously this is all cinders. This took a while to mm. to, to burn out. Yes. So I don't think it was the goblins that did it. It was probably just coming to check here and whoever killed this goblin is the one that was covering up their tracks because they always return to the scene of the crime. Mm. Hmm. Maybe the goblin did burn down this farmstead, but you know, they waited a long time to shoot it because you can't shoot it before it burns down the farmstead. So, you know, then it's just attempted arson. That's right. Mm. Yep. Um, can we look at the arrows and try to figure out where like because obviously, like certain types of people make arrows in certain ways, similar to swords. Can I try to figure out where maybe these arrows came from? Uh, sure. Or are they just like standard? Make a ballistic skill test. Uh, average. All right. I made that with two success levels. They look like standard human arrows, like what you hmm. would or what Lucky probably has on them. Hmm. Very similar design. 
Like clearly arrows from a bow, not bolts from a crossbow. Or like elven made arrows or dwarven made arrows. They don't look that fancy, no. Okay. Does it look like uh, did this goblin leave a trail when when he was shot? Was he kind of put down quickly, or did it seem like there were signs of a struggle, as in he was shot and then was slowly bleeding out um, as he was leaving a place. Look, look, based on what you see, the, the sword was just outside of the tree line. He's just inside the tree line. It looks like this goblin came out from the woods, was shot, got hit twice with arrows and stumbled back a couple paces, fell back and died. Dropped its sword when it got hit and then stumbled back and fell back and died. Okay. Are there more bodies around here? Or are there more goblin bodies or is this... Not just, from where you're standing. You want to search yeah, around search somewhere? search around, yeah. Okay. Make another um, search isn't a thing in this game. I want to search too. Perception? Ooh. Yeah, just do a perception. <clears throat> Very good. I find nothing. Uh, I got an eight over 41, so four degrees of success. Wow. Yeah. Find a bunch of trees and stuff. You do find some more evidence of this attack. Like, clearly there was more than one goblin, okay. obviously. You find some trails. You find other bits of blood. You find what looks like something was dragged through the woods. Mm. but. You don't find any more bodies. No. Oh. Hmm. So from what I'm putting together, mm-hmm. we know that it's the dwarves that have been raising these farms, right? Correct. These must have been goblin farms. Oh my God. No, that does not make sense. They would not live here so close to humans. Um, hmm. Why not? Because they are horrible uh, beasts of chaos who do not live and cohabitate in a farm. Plus, the so last time we were in a big dwarves. city, well, several times ago, in in a big city, the there fields was a goblin have he was fine. wheat and corn in them, not uh, goblin mushrooms. I don't know if they farm anything else. I'm sure they only farm mushrooms. Hmm. Well, you know, if there's only the one goblin here, maybe we should find the other ones and ask them what happened. I mean, we asked the dwarves what was going on. It seems fair. Yeah, I I don't think that the goblins are going to be less amendable than the dwarves were. I I don't I don't know. (laughs) Those those dwarves were pretty rude. And we've I mean, I've never met a goblin. Well, that's what I'm saying. This is I mean, I met this goblin, but this goblin is pretty dead. Significantly (laughs) less rude than those last dwarves were. Yeah. (laughs) That's <laughs> true. I've it's heard a lot of stories about goblins, and none of them are nice. Well, yes. maybe no one was nice to them first, Bruno. What about the mine? Weren't we supposed to be checking out this mine as well? Yes, we are this headed is... to Estelle uh, to ask about her oh, coal mine that she is no longer about, mining. About Estelle. Yeah, she seems very nice. Uh, so that's that was my thought, too. But then right. Nina keeps bringing up this fact that she's a dark sorceress. What? And yeah, because she wrote that letter to Tugan. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. That was. God, here we go. Oh, yeah, that that was Estelle. Yeah, Br- Bruno, but, you are the you're the one who actually read that yeah. letter to us. Yeah, that is true. Like, yes. But I thought the dark sorceress was someone else. Well, we do not know. That is why we are going right. there to investigate. I, so here's the thing, though. <laughs> With with all the information we have, it does seem like we have a decent amount of information saying that, you know, she's kind of a bad cookie. Mm-hmm. Is this 
do we really want to make ourselves known if this is someone no. that's Estelle not like a is good nice. person? No. Estelle is the dark sorceress at Lekka. Was where her name was? She was nice. Luca? Estelle was. No, at at Lekka. Atel? Elteka? El, Elvira? Itelka. Itelka. Oh, she's the bad one. She's the bad one. Estelle's the hot one. No. Oh. Flip it. <laughs> Reverse it. There's a hot one now? The people in town do not even know an Estelle. They know Itelka. Herzen. Yeah, we need to be, we need, probably need to find Estelle because no one even knows where she is. Everyone knows where the other person is. Probably in the mine. Right. Either way, all I'm saying is that all of the stuff surrounding this Atelka person mm. is super suspect. And I don't know if we want to go bumbling into whatever she has going on. Yeah, I, you know, like, uh, what if she's, you know, opening, like, another portal and something creepy crawls out of it? I don't know if I'm ready to... Yes, we should just let her it. open the portal and let the creepy thing crawl out and let the mountains fall into the portal and everyone is doomed to damnation for all time. Yes, that is exactly what we should do. Right, but well, we Mina, be when you put it happens. like that... When, when you put it this way, you're making it sound like I should have brought my boat hook with me. Mm. All, all I'm saying is maybe going and no offense. Going and brunoing around uh, guns blazing, you mean? <laughs> no. So that is what I think maybe we should do. Oh, if this person is literally and, and granted, I, yeah, I missed it a couple times because Bruno only read it thrice, but. If she's really the one that wrote that scroll that let Tugan open that big creepy eye mm-hmm. and do all that awful stuff. I I don't know if if going and tricking her into thinking that we're wanting to work in the coal mine or, or bring her wares places is 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 the best guys, I guess. I don't know. It seems like she's a lot more serious customer than probably what we're used to. If Tugan was kind of scary as all get out and he needed her to start that ritual. Mm. Yeah, that's that's true. It seems like they were equals, though. I don't know. Yeah, so that's the thing is even an equal to Tugan is not someone I feel like we want to Yeah, that's true. just kind of haphazardly uh, talk to. I don't know. I feel like whatever we should do here, it's got to be a little bit more thought out than what we normally do. So what, what? do you? I don't uh, know. I literally course. have no idea. Probably just leave and never go there ever. No. <laughs> do your own thing. I will tell you, you all are not uh, invested in this like I am. I have been promised um, a, a job and we have been promised a commission and also, I would like for my swords to be uh, coated in silver, which is a thing that if I if we complete this, uh, it has been promised to me. Um, so if you are not uh, up to this, I understand. And that is OK. However, I have been tasked with uh, investigating this cultist and this dark sorceress. And so that is what I must do. So I, I'm not saying that this is not something that needs to be dealt with. I just if we are going to go near this lady at all, I just want to make sure that we're prepared. OK. Uh, last time, you know what I mean? There was an eye that opened up in the floor and yes, 
and and drank that guy. Yeah, uh, gross. I guess. I don't know. Let's let's just be cautious. That's all. Yes, absolutely. You look back to Bruno and he has potato in his mouth and he's you don't know where he got that potato, but (laughs) no, just got that 50 yard stare of like, I remember that time. (laughs) It was a bad time. It was really bad for Bruno. It was really bad. We're freaking out. We're messed up. You're freaking out, man. I I still think we should go on to the mines. It seems like our best lead. And, you know, we should ask her some pretty pointed questions. And I point my gun in the direction of those questions. <laughs> so just <laughs> here's the things at play, right? So we have a town that is overrun with dwarves that want to burn crops. We have goblin farmers that are just trying to make the best of their situation. And we have this abandoned mine and an evil lady sorceress. This seems like a lot of different things, but any help that we could get from dwarves or goblins or a town uh, seems like it's probably a good play versus having the town hang me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, let us avoid that because I do not think you will be uh, blessed by the sewer twice. Right. Yes. Mm. Um, what if, okay, let us not go to Atelka Estelle's house. Let us go and investigate the mine and see it is truly abandoned coal mine or is something freaky, uh, eye portal opening. I guess I thought that this goblin thing was a little freaky, right? Don't we want to root this bad boy out and see what's going on here? Goblins usually live underground. Is that is that a real thing? Perhaps the goblins are living in the mine. Boom shakalaka. I think it's pretty common knowledge that people know that goblins typically like to live underground. They don't like the sun. Oh, so would that be a good compromise? We check out the mine. Perhaps goblins are there. The mine's like right by our house, though, right? Like near it. Didn't she like buy the mine and then build a house on it? We don't have to knock on the door. Or, or, or. We do knock on the door and we say, hey, we found this goblin. You have a house right here on the mine. We want to protect you and keep you safe. No, but then if if she knows about the goblins, then she will say no. I just love how Mina says goblin. Goblin. Yeah, another syllable to it. I like that. All right. What if what if we do this? We found a goblin, right? Yes. People are blaming the dwarves for burning these things. These uh, uh, farms. What if we try to work our way in with the dwarves? They know a lot more about the mine. That'll get us a little bit more information about Atelka and actually what she bought and why. They won't talk to us at all. Right? They got to know more. Should we take Goblin to them? Carl, what do you think? Yes. Yes. I think that we should wait until the nighttime when the goblins will come out and then we're going to get them and we capture a goblin and we give it to the dwarves. <laughs> he says it. We're going to get them. Right. Um, but um, goblins will not come back here because this no. is already. So where should we go to oh. find a goblin? Oh, we, no, we're going, we'll, oh, we'll get a barrel. And then we're going to put a goblin in the barrel and take it to the dwarves. 
Do you not think a dead goblin will suffice? Solid plan. Well, what if they want to ask it a question? Here's the thing. This goblin has only been here an hour. But they don't know that. Right, but I do because I'm a doctor, which means the goblins do come back to the farms even after they're well burnt. So we can just sit back and live easy, wait for another farm to be burned, then go the next day when the goblins come back. I mean, if we're waiting for them at night, we could probably stop the farm from getting burnt down. And I think that would probably be a lot better. Okay, yeah, I feel there's merit to that. So perhaps we should continue on this road for a little while and find a farm that has not been burnt and stake it out. I don't I don't know. I mean, if we could also find another farm that had been burnt, whatever is on this road, um, we could look for more clues there. We could well. examine it. But at this point, you don't know exactly how often these are happening, other than the fact that three farms have been burned down in the last week. Hmm. Maybe we check out the other burned farms and see if or maybe they're moving closer to the village. Maybe they're only staying further away. Well, but, let's check it out. Yeah. I mean, I think if they're getting burned this much in this week that we should... I bet the next one's going to get burned down pretty soon. I mean, it's, mm. you know, I think I think that farmstead burning comes in rule of four. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I have heard that. Is in a uh, farmer's almanac. <laughs> uh, no, farmer's only. <laughs> All right. So what's our, so you, the plan is to leave this farm. now. Are we bringing the goblin body? Is the party bringing the goblin body with them? You know, it might make the dwarfs a little bit more amendable for like, hey, we think maybe it's really goblins that are doing this. And now you guys, maybe we can help. Mm-hmm. I don't see a barrel that we could put it in, so. I will carry it. I'm very strong. Without a barrel? Yeah. Well, it's a, you know, yeah. it's a small goblin. It weighs like 30, 35 pounds. Maybe 40. They're very skinny. I will sling it on my back like a backpack. Okay, you could do that. Stinks, back- real bad. Yeah. Um, it I smells will do weirdly it. like overcooked mushrooms. Mm. Canned or fresh? Canned. Ah, oh, why? Because <laughs> I knew that would be worse. <laughs> oh. Um, I'll put it on my back though, like backwards, so that the arrows are poking out. Well, ah. You could take the arrows out. No, I want the dwarves to know how it was killed. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I did it. I'm the only one here with a bow. Yeah. Okay. Obviously. Uh, so you're going to head back. To the dwarven stronghold. All right. So either way, whichever way you decide to go, you need to double back up the path. You went back to that intersection mm-hmm. where here you were told if you had, um, if you head south at the intersection, you would eventually get to the mine. You turned left and the way you were coming and you went east to get to this farm. Mm-hmm. Uh, once we get here, I want everybody to make an average perception test. So you travel a um, little over half a mile to get to this intersection. I want everybody to make an average perception. Ooh. I never tend to tell Ooh. if it's good or bad for you. I rolled an 11. Oh. oh. So that'd be four degrees average of cool. success levels. I failed. Okay. Bruno? Two. Which degrees way? of success? Oh, success levels? Success levels? Carl, did, you, did I hear you passed? Yeah, I got three success levels. Hell yeah. So Bruno and Carl um, walking along. You guys are chatting about what you're going to do, what your plan is. And you two notice ahead of you further west, kind of southwest, um, above the tree line, you notice some dark smoke. <gasps> 
a ways off. Action. Lucky, you notice the smoke as well, but you had four degree, four success levels. Yeah. Uh, you also hear to the south, to your left, kind of not echoing because it's not that loud, but you hear like, like a noise, like somebody labored breathing with like grunts in between. Like uh, regular people grunts or like Bruno grunts? <laughs> kind of like Bruno grunts. You're not really sure. <laughs> it sounds not very near, but close enough that you could hear it. Okay. Mina, drop yes. this dead goblin. Let's go see and get a live one. I'm on it. Drop the goblin. Drop the goblin. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Let's and which way do we want to head, though? Let's so, split up. No, I'm kidding. Like, I heard like a like a like a really um, uh, tired captain to the south. Mm. <laughs> <sighs> what do you mean? Like, you know how. When Bruno wakes up first thing in the morning and he hasn't coffee and he's like getting out of the hammock and he's like, Ugh. and there's like um, the phlegm that settles in his chest as he sleeps. Exactly. Mm. That's what it sounds like. Ugh. There's not a lot of hammocks in the woods, right? No. Yeah. You can't put that hammocks anywhere but boats. Plenty of trees. Not yeah. a lot of hammocks. There's no trees on boats, Mina. <laughs> <laughs> but the boat is made of trees. <laughs> oh, that's what. Fair. What are you talking like there? It looks like there's fire like. Now, oh yeah, we should go. Yes, let us go to this. This is probably burning farm. So you're heading to the west, towards the smoke, not towards the the grunt, to the south. So, P- Danny thinks it is that- difficult to not metagame here and be uh-huh. like, "Well, we we got the information by rolling higher. We should go south." Exactly, but, there but is I feel no like- reason to. Right. Yep. Frick. The you judging, I mean, you could easily tell the smoke is a ways of probably about the same distance you just went to that farm, probably half a mile. That grunt sounded significantly closer. Maybe the grunt is someone running away from something that's Someone's over hurt. There. Yeah, if it is closer, we could check it out and still go to farm. Yeah, it's on the way. The farm was in the, the smoke was in the southwest, right? You said, yeah, to yeah, to the southwest. So, oh. you, you know, you got to that, it's a four way intersection, it would be to the opposite direction you went to the other farm. We can triangulate. Yeah. And then town was back north if you headed north. It's on the way ish. Ish. Yeah, because we could cut through the forest and just follow the smoke. Yeah. All right. Maybe it's another captain that can join our. Maybe he has a gun too. <gasps> the I only thing better than guns. one captain with a gun. Two. No, two guns. <laughs> the bad guy. Uh. Yes. No, not <laughs> okay, so we're going to the south. All right. So you head south. I'm going to reveal just a little bit more of our map. As you head south, it doesn't you don't go that far, maybe 100, maybe 200 yards. Lucky's keen ears happen to pick this up. And the first thing you see is a few dead goblins just off of the trail. Oh, wonderful. OK, this is exactly what we well, we want a live goblin. But and as I mean, you, you as you get closer, you can all hear this noise was clearly somebody labored breathing. <sighs> Come on out. I've got a gun. You just hear with my gun. <laughs> Somebody there. <gasps> Hello, sir. Are you needing help? Do you get close? Yes. Yeah, we've got a doctor with us. Oh, that is true. It's, it's, it's a groby. There's groby in the mine. You had to you get you said to get closer? Yes. You had you see just on the other side of a tree off of the trail is a dwarf <gasps> with a couple arrows in him. Sir. And there's oh. four dead goblins. 
Oh my goodness, him. sir. He says they're in the mine. Oh, lots of them. Who? They're, they're taking our gold. And then he passes out, but he's clearly bleeding profusely. I, 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 no, I get lucky. right to work. What can I do to help? Uh, <gasps> Stop. Hammer, hammer time. time. No, I, I'm going to use a fortune point. You're supposed to give us. No, don't give it to us yet. I'm going to use it and then okay. let him refresh. He only, he only has one anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I did still forget, even though I told Tim to remind me to. Yeah. I bet you were like, wow, Lucky always rolls worse when he gets a fortune point. I turn the 80 into a 70. <laughs> It's still not a pass, is it? It's not. Oh, Would no. you like to beseech the dark gods? I will mutate if I do that. Probably save this dwarf's Where's life. That? He looks like he is bleeding a lot. I have a healing draft. Would that work? You do have a bunch of herbs. I, yeah. I don't think any of them give Most you Most of them bonus. put Nina to sleep, so she <laughs> couldn't go to her. <laughs> I... I Believe there was one about that could heal bleeding conditions, which this dwarf has. Mm. Oh, the uh, Schlaffenkraut. But that, no, it was for sleeping, I think. Oh, the Terabeth. <laughs> also, for but sleeping. I believe you have to pass the heal test first to to get rid of more bleeding conditions. Ah, oh, this seems super important. Is this the thing to mutate over? <laughs> Here's the good news: you only have a chance of mutating, right? Yeah, there's not like a witch hunter right here, or whatever. <laughs> You I mean, technically, I'm not a witch test. <laughs> All right. Uh, Too bad you haven't taught anybody else how to heal yet. And those dice, they're so bad. Let's, let's, right? Right. You, you really need to... JB, you got to take those dice away from him, because... No, I'm thinking that he spent a lot of time teaching Griggs how to quack when he could have taught him how to heal. Uh, Grace isn't. Oh, yeah, he's here. I mean, he could teach anybody else in the party to heal. People would just have to pay double to for advances in the skill. Same with Worthy. Bruno could teach others how to read. I already got read. <laughs> <laughs> See, if Dan was a better GM, he would have given us enough experience for me to take bless, and then I could have removed some uh, bleed conditions. Maybe <laughs> Alex was uh, campaigning for some more experience before we started because he really wants to get the bless talent. Hell yeah! <laughs> uh, so I, I do believe I did buy something to, to to stop the bleeding. I don't know which one of these it was, but I, you're saying that I do have to make a successful heal check to do it. It was uh, the the herb allowed you to heal additional bleeding conditions so you have to have a successful heal test before you can remove any and a healing drought wouldn't help in this situation correct uh a healing so he is no it would oh. uh well no because i i counted him as a, at one wound until he's he talked and then his bleeding dropped him down to zero and that's why he went unconscious and now he has a chance of dying nuts you've seen this before you've seen people bleed to death so Yep. You know this is not I great. will beseech the dark god. Dark gods. Before dark you make gods, that roll, let me just double check. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. please. What was the other one? I, Terabeth? Yeah. Mm. I have. Well, that's the deep sleep. What else did you get? Uh, Schlaffenkraut? That was also a sleeping one. I just checked that one. <laughs> Weird root? <laughs> nope, that's not gonna help. It's gonna make him high. Uh, bird seed? <laughs> he won't know he's <laughs> Just shove that in his wounds. <laughs> Stop the bleeding. Those are the only seed. two that I have written down outside of like the lavender and rosemary soaps. All right. I don't think we'll help here. Beseech the dark guys, gain that corruption point. I'll let you do the heal test. I'll let you re roll this heal test. Wait. Before you roll to see if you mutate. 
Does he have to re-roll or can he add a success level? No. So beseeching the dark, dark gods only allows you a re-roll. Okay. Mm. Oh my God. What if it's worse? That'd be. Kind oh, of it funny. probably will be. I'm so stressed out. We make it. I'm stressed out. All right. So you are able to stop him bleeding. And what do you heal him? Uh, five. It okay. was one success level. Uh, plus my intelligence bonus, so five. So he is not dead. But you gain one more corruption, which brings you to 10, 11? That brings me to 11. <laughs> was that three more than your? Yeah. All right. Uh, why do you ask? So uh, Yeah, my willpower is a uh, bonus of four, and toughness is four. So yeah, my, my threshold's eight. All right, so. Uh, Making an endurance test? You know what? I want to be nice. Everybody standing around watches you heal this dwarf. They don't know that you made this subconscious pact with the dark gods to actually do it correctly. Mm -hmm. But everybody's so like invigorated by this that you all get your fortune back. Oh, okay, All right. Which I was going to do before, but I forgot. So that worked out pretty well for Lucky in case you need it. I really didn't need that. We were all down one, right? I, yeah, I was also only down oh. one. But so right. that means I was at zero. Some <laughs> of us only have one. Yeah. All right. So let me just double check. It is a challenging endurance test, which is plus zero. Why? Oh. That's what it always is. Yeah, fair. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just double checking it wasn't modified at all. I was also about to get very defensive, like, no, that's wrong. That's you wrong. I just read the book. <laughs> but it's if it's plus zero, that makes sense. Okay. I'll allow it. All right. I think, I think you still have resilience you could potentially spend if you do mutate, right? Or are you out of resilience? No, I, I, I actually still have two resilience. Oh, okay. So you're not definitely mutated here. I'm sending you all the endurance points. Uh, 90. Oh, I thought that face was a pass. Me too. Yeah, I wish. All right. So you don't have to spend the resilience until we find out what it is. Yep. So I will going to roll to see if this is body or mind. Okay. First off. It is mind, which okay. is what you got last time. All right. Starting and then decide strong. you almost kept it. Yep. I got to turn around and grab my uh, enemy in shadows companion. Oh, God. I almost knocked the big sign down on top of me. That would have hurt. Uh, for expanded mutation tables. And I really roll. wanted to be the last one to get a mutation, but there's simply no way. Carl will Carl never will mutate. Ever no. mutate. Not no. anytime soon. Mm -hmm. No way. Yeah. Carl has three corruption points <laughs> and... So it's not happening. No, nope. he's he and I and like being priestly, like I'm pretty sure that like Manan is not into me praying to dark gods. Yeah. Well, maybe Manan should have helped me help this dwarf. Mm -hmm. If we'd been on Alrighty. the water. Yeah, right. Yeah. Look, I'm going to roll on a particular chaos gods table. You let everyone else roll their mutations for specific. What? No. I've always rolled it because oh, it's like secret until I tell you what it is. Sounds made up. Uh, the particular God's mental mutation table. Yeah. OK, we got that result, which is going to be. Oh, oh, you might keep this suspicious. No, oh, no, that's the wrong. That's the any power table. This is a different one. Oh, oh, I like this better. Terrible phobia. All right. You gain the afraid target creature trait rolling on the fixations table to determine the target. Where's oh my the God, fixations? Like he's gonna get table? a phobia of he's 
He's going to be afraid of goblins. I just or, know it. Or dwarves. How funny would that be? Uh, <laughs> you are afraid of mutants. <laughs> Can never go back home. That's amazing. I rolled a nine on this table and it's mutants. It could have been dwarves. That would have been obnoxious. That is so bad. Uh, so you were afraid of mutants. So what does that mean? What is, uh, please tell me all the mechanics of that. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. What is afraid? Is that a creature trait you gain? Let's see. That's awesome. Or would it be under psychology? I think it'd be under psychology. I'd almost rather be anything else. But like so humans awesome. are fine. Listen, yeah. just not mutants. They're literally my bros. Right. <laughs> I would say you'd have to know they're a mutant, so it's not like you'd be afraid of so fear, right? Is it the fear? He, yeah. It says he has a freed target, and the target is mutants. Hmm. All right. Uh, let's see. Under psychologies, there's fear rating, right? And almost oh, it's a creature trait. So I'm gonna look. I'm gonna find that in the book. Here's the good news. I'm already terrified of Mina being a witch hunter. Mm -hmm. So the fact that she's a mutant too, mm -hmm. I mean, it almost makes too much sense. Okay, yeah. So yeah, do you follow the fear rules whenever you're around? All right. Uh, it says the creature is afraid of the target. See page 9190 for the fear rules, which I was just on. Yep. So the fear trait represents an extreme aversion to something. Creatures that cause fear of a fear rating, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, so if you, if there's a mutant, you, uh, are afraid of it. Like you guys were afraid of like the zombies and the demon. Is that something like I can over, like how, so how does that yeah, work? Yeah, so you so can like overcome combat, it with can, a cool test. Okay. Yeah. But I would have to overcome the cool test to move closer to it. But if I you failed it in the first place, then yeah, you, you, if it comes near you, you become broken. You get another cool test. You become broken. You can't move towards it without passing a fear test, a cool test. Okay. But like if there's a mutant over there and I'm like, wow, that mutant's bad. I could attack it without making any tests. I just wouldn't be able to move closer to you it. Would still and I could potentially be broken if it moved closer to me. Correct. Yeah. If you fail that initial cool test, once you know there's a mutant there, if you keep this mutation, which you would lose some corruption that way, which yeah, yeah, yeah kind of need. We're going to keep it. All right. That's oh, really not that bad. You're no. you. So you have afraid mutants. And you now lose your willpower bonus and corruption. Is it that? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. I was just double checking that as I said it weirdly. Right. <laughs> well, and, and now that you've now that we've kind of like settled this down, I mean, I got to bring up this loophole that there are no mutants in the Empire. So I think Lucky <laughs> is covered. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty certain yep. this is almost the best case scenario. Illegally, there are no mutants in the Empire. Practically, yes. Just like the well, area that we live in, officially there are no mountain lions, but every year there are mountain lion sightings. Right. Yeah, there's only three mutants well, in this party. Well, Dan, I mean, like, the rules are the laws, if nothing else, so legally, <laughs> no mutants in the Empire. Dude, I... I I like Alex a lot. <laughs> so those with mute that you are aware of that have mutations, you will be afraid of. Okay. So that'll be kind of fun. Well, my favorite part about this is you lose your willpower bonus in corruption, mm -hmm. which is four, I assume, right? Yep. So that means you are one away from mutating again. Which is a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I thought I was going to be like, oh, yeah, he just mutates a second time. But I guess it would only be if I gained another one. Because well, you're at seven now, right? I'm at seven now. Oh, because your strength bonus is only three. My no, my endure, my toughness is four also. 
Oh, it's toughness, not strength. What am I thinking? Correct. Right. So you're still you're still one below the threshold. But once yeah. you gain one more corruption, yeah, you'll have to test again. All right. So you could get two mutations pretty quickly. Yeah. In an episode. Based really. on how much you had. <laughs> all right, how do you well, know? <laughs> so after all that, you're you managed to heal this dwarf. Mm-hmm. He's no longer bleeding to death. He kind of comes to. He's at five wounds right now. Uh, you, you patch him up and, and you know, um, pressure on all the on the wounds he has. Uh, you pull out an arrow or two goblin arrows. And um, the rest of you, as you see this happening, you notice there were four dead goblins arrayed around this guy, kind of like Boromir from Lord of the Rings. Clearly, he struck them down as he was dying. And you oh, see next to him is a big heavy pick. Oh, mm. It's covered in goblin blood. Okay. Yeah. Is he conscious or is he just no longer like dying? He is conscious now after what you did. Are the arrows that were in him goblin arrows? Yes. Very clearly. They're like, they always have that black fletching and they have like their arrows aren't perfectly straight. You know, they're very clearly goblin. Completely different from the arrows that we found in the goblin. Yes. Okay. You're, you're going to be okay. We, We got you backed up. You, you did a number on these goblins, man. Oh, 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 I thought I was going to go to Grunglebeis Halls there. Not yet. Who are you? What are you doing here? My name is Jerry Crumpet, oh. doctor at large. Well, Jerry Crumpet, uh, pleased to meet you, of course. What's your name, my stout name, one? My name is uh, Derek Demolt. What? Derek Demolt. Like Derek? That's exactly what I was like. Oh, Derek. this guy. D-U-R-A-K. Is his first name Derek? Okay. His last name is D I M H O L T. I spelled that terribly wrong. Babe, you Where? know I can't read. Were you in the Demol. mines? Where were you? I was heading to the mines yesterday. Why? And these goblins ambushed me. Why were you heading? Got a to couple the of them. We scouted out. You know, Satelka. She. She ripped us off something fierce. I just feel bad for Gorham and what he's been going through. So I tried to see what I could see, and there are just too many of them. You took out a lot of them, man. Good job. Well, unfortunately, what, they're what, cowards and you know, shooting with those bows that they're, I hate to say it, but they're shockingly good with for Groby. Were, were there goblins in the mine when, when you guys were uh, working in it? <laughs> he laughs and some blood comes up and he's like, of course not. We kept everything safe. But Telka, I don't think she actually mines anything there. She just lives in that stupid house we built. Is there anything odd about a Telka? Odd? Yeah. I mean, she's a weird manling from south and sun affects their brains, I think. What are you what are you four manlings doing out here? Well, uh, oddly enough, uh, we came into town. We tried to actually sell some wares to Gorham and he wasn't huh? exactly interested in or at least his his guards weren't interested in having us talk to him. We heard about from in town that apparently people think that the dwarves are starting these farm fires. Mm. Came to investigate, found a goblin right outside of it. Mm hmm. Doesn't take much to figure it out. Just we hadn't been able to get any proof yet. Well, that's what we were here hoping to find. And it seems like we certainly did that. Here's the good news. Yeah. Seems like there's some smoke We just took a fire. (laughs) Yeah, we were going to get a goblin and put it in a barrel so we could use it for proof. What? Why would you need a barrel? But it's dead. Yeah, there's another one of them farms over there. They burnt it last night. Oh, it's already burned. They were. I think they were heading back to the mine when they 
They got me here. Well, let's get you back to the slumber guide. What's it uh, called? Kaz's Slumble? Yeah. No, no, no. We need to go to the mine. Why? What's I, I need to I, finish what I was doing. You do not want the I mean, dwarven reinforcements? He kind of gets up slowly. He like stands halfway up. He gets his hands on his knees and he kind of is like stretches up slowly picks up his 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 pick in two hands he's got an axe on his belt he's got a big pack he slings over his back and he's like i'm all right let's go we, we <laughs> need to get you back to slumball no no, no condition to do this i am a medical professional mm-hmm. all right uh well i'm gonna continue on do my duty I mean, as, as a dwarf for you you're welcome to come with me might be easier with five of us instead of one but you're just surveying it right you're not going into the mine to take out a whole ton of goblins at once Oh well, yeah, I'm prospector. It's what I do. I gotta go see what there is to see. Just to see. This is a, the goblins. Goblins in these hills all the time. And Tilka's owned this place for three years. The last in the last week, they've taken out three farms. Something's different. Something's going on. I'm going to find out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, honestly, I'm, I'm kind of in admiration of this guy's work ethic. I think we should do it. <laughs> I agree with the tall manling. Uh, you are sure you do not want to grab a few more? I mean, you took out a number of goblins yourself. I'm sure with more dwarves, we would be better prepared. But you yeah, some sure? of you look pretty uh, capable. Should you kill a goblin or two yourself? Well, I take out the rest and kind of rolls yes. his shoulders. Like, I look very much forward to killing something, but... Um, <clears throat> Sweep my gun back and forth. What I'm with my gun. <laughs> what are the uh, the rules about like multiple healing? Like, can I continue to try to patch this guy up or like what's not now? No, not you could give him a up, healing but... draft to restore some more wounds to him. But yeah, another heal. You you can't heal more than like once per like instance of, of damage. Yeah, I'll give him a healing draft. He's like, oh, don't mind if I do. And he, he drinks it in one gulp and that's going to heal him. Okay. Toughness isn't quite as high as I thought it was, but not bad. You're the GM. Make it up. Well, the healing draft heals your toughness bonus. Right. So just make his toughness bonus better. <laughs> yeah. yeah you do that quick. That'd actually be really great. Um, hold on. Mm. If we're gonna, if you're gonna go with me, I'm going now. It's best to hit these guys during the day. All right. I like to sleep during the daylight hours. They don't like the sun. We go there at night. They're all going to be awake with them damn wolves and everything. But you're saying they got wolves. You're saying that that farm over there that was burned last night is already gone. Yeah. Yeah. Look, you can't look at the smoke. Clearly, it's not currently burning. That's embers. You see, you probably don't have too much experience with smoke, but you see it's a it's like a lighter smoke, not like real dark. He kind of points out to you. You can tell that's been burning for, you know, at least eight hours. That's very good to know. Okay. Um, he says it yeah. in the most patronizing way, too. Like, he's a dwarf. He he doesn't uh, suffer stupidity. What he sees is stupidity. Fair. He, yeah, he's definitely right. There's no way that's a full fire. And I say that knowing that Carl absolutely had no idea, but he just <laughs> admires this dwarf, so he's agreeing. Right? He's like, I, yeah, he's good. Let's go, Manling. And he he uh, kind of pats Carl on the back and starts heading off south down the trail. As he turns away, I point Griggs at him. Okay. Griggs does not quack. Do you squeeze him? No. He doesn't quack. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. As we're walking, uh, Mina's going to ask the dwarf if she thinks the the farmer and the family got out all right. 
like um what do the goblins what do you suppose their um reason for burning these farms is like uh do the farmers and their families get killed or do they escape well since the three farms have burned down no one's come back to town to, to say anything about it it's why nobody knew it was goblins but it's just their typical bullshit they're here to to make a mess of things and just be a menace and we need to get them out of here even if it's not our mind anymore we have an obligation to root these things out now that we know the five of us that it's goblins we should probably tell someone in case we don't make it back from the mine. By the time we go to town and get back here, it's going to be night. They're all going to be up. They could be heading out to another farm tonight. I don't know. <sighs> Bucky, what if you sent one of your birds to send a message? I was actually I mean, just Jerry. that exact thing. <laughs> yeah, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Bruno, can you write a message? I can. Uh, and can you write... on? On this one, the pigeon. Who are we well, going to send me, this to? The only bird you have with you is Griggs. Griggs. Oh, okay. I can write on Griggs. No, like on paper, and we'll attach it to Griggs. Oh, do do you have paper? No. I don't. I don't have paper. I thought you bought a bunch of paper. I did, and I left it on the boat. Why would I bring books with me? That's seems like it's something to weigh you down. Exactly. You look like you don't need any more of that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I like this guy. Uh, He's good. Yeah, I, I Griggs is really scared of clustered uh confined places. Here's the thing. We all have survived uh so many creepy weird things. Mm. I do not we are going to defeat these goblins, at least one of us. Uh, to go back and tell the tale. All right. Yeah, there's just a, a supreme lack of defeated goblins right around this particular tree. Yeah, we better go to the mine to find one instead. How many are there around this tree? Four? Eight? Four. Twenty-six? <laughs> just four. Okay. We don't have any paper. Unless you want me to go back to the boat. Uh, I guess. All right. I'll go back to the boat. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go with you. <laughs> Well, what are you talking about going to a boat of the mine? Goodbye. <laughs> if you want to be cowards and head back, that's fine by me, but I'm heading to the mine. Uh, I don't want to get jumped by goblins on the way back to the boat. Yeah. I'm going to stay with Mina with the sword. <laughs> yeah. Don't put this on me. Right. You have a gun. <laughs> I'm sorry. You have a gun. I'm sorry, Greg. I thought someone would have had paper. So at this point, we're a little past midday. Mm -hmm. A very early afternoon at this point, because uh, you left town. Pie I think you stopped and had a little bit of lunch on the way to the first farm. Mm -hmm. uh, whatever it was you had with time. you. Uh, as you, I mean, he's just walking. It sounds like you're walking and talking with him. The The trail here starts kind of switching back as it heads up into the Black Peaks. It's clearly, it's not flat by any means here. It's been steadily increasing, or inclining all the way here anyway, but it's going back and forth. And after... Um, probably 20 minutes of walking, you see this two-story red brick building um, kind of off the path, like it has a separate path. And uh, Direct just kind of goes, mm, there's the damn house. Mine's a little bit ahead. And it's like cool, even though like you don't own this place anymore that we like trespass here. I mean, it's goblins. There's no rules. Sounds made up, but... Uh, I believe the saying is uh, there are no rules when you are f 
fighting green ghouls. Ghouls. And, Little and green ghouls, green guys. So no, no laws. Maybe. Anywhere. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Atelka will be grateful that we took care of this goblin problem. Yes, it's like pest control. I'm sure she does not want uh, goblins around How her. is she okay if there's all these goblins around burning stuff? Oh, she's in a right? dwarf build. How, I'm sure she's fine. I, he's, he just keeps going straight towards the mine. I know. I was hoping we could burn I, the house. I really don't like this. The best way to cleanse chaos is fire. I was hoping we could just burn her Are house. Are goblins even chaos, it. though? I mean, yes, I think her house is made of brick. It's not very, I mean, like most of the buildings in Altdorf that catch on fire are made of wood. Yeah, you can huff and you can puff, but you're not going to knock down that dwarven home. We made sure it was built strong. But yeah, goblins, they, they're named part of the, the ruinous powers. They're, they're chaotic little beasties for sure, but not, they're not aligned with those demons and such. Thank goodness. Yeah, so this, this, this kind of doesn't even sound like it's your bag, right? Kinda, are, you don't even have a hat in this race. What? No, they're burning people's homes and killing them. Yes, this is. Yes, this is the right thing to do. Yeah, I mean, Lucky, how would you feel if somebody burnt your house down? I I would feel like maybe, you know, whoever did it would be a lot more repentant if like a whole bunch of dwarves came after them instead of just this one. I don't, I mean, maybe, but I mean, if somebody burnt my house down, I would definitely want a, a pack of adventurers to go rough up whoever did it. Are we adventurers? Adventurers? I'm just a prospector. Like I said, we're scouting it out. I'm not expecting us to go take on an entire goblin war band. I don't know how many it could be there. Could be dozens. All right. So we're, we're okay. All right. Cool. So as long as we're just going to see the goblins and then like leave, that sounds okay. And you only have to run faster than the slowest of us. And I give a wink and a nod to the, the short, stubby one. Mina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you follow him to the mine? Yes. Yeah. You can go in first. Alrighty. So on Foundry, uh, we can jump away from I will activate. No, that's, that sounds like the opposite of what I want. <laughs> uh, I just got to remember how to do this. Activate. I mean, at least we, go we got one to dwarf the on our BP side. map, which is the Black Peaks. I have you all there outside the mine. You shouldn't be able to see anything inside the mine. You can just see the outside wall, right? Yes. Yep. If you zoom out a bit, it's mostly. I got my my fog working right. It's all fogged up. Sweet. You done fogged it up. <laughs> so uh, once you guys get kind of close, uh, Direk, he kind of crouches down, holding his pick with two hands. <sighs> and he says, all right. Daytime. Hopefully the most of them are sleeping. Should be able to take them out pretty easy. They probably have a watch or something, right? We should probably be. Maybe, but they're dumb groby. Seems like for a bunch of dumb gromy, they almost took you out, bud. Well, one dwarf. There are a lot of them. Don't you worry about me. All right. Let's get a little closer. Is a groby a mushroom? I don't know. He keeps saying that. It's like a stuffed animal. Right? I think you call them goblins. We call them groby or gobos. Sounds like you know what we call them. So uh, for lines of communication being clear. There's certainly a word that you could use. All right. I'll call them goblins. All right. If that makes it easier for you, manlings. So do we got to sneak into this? Because I go into stealth mode. He goes, yeah, I smell goblins. 
But uh, yeah, so so we so you smell the goblins, so we know they're here, so we can leave and tell. Well, we need to we need goblins. to tell them. We need to tell Gorm and the others. Gonna give them an idea of what they're facing up here. How many to send? Okay. Should we send five? Should we send twenty? We gotta we gotta get some intel. You know what's quieter than five people walking into a place? One. So why you're not? right. I'll go ahead, and he starts going up and slinking up a little bit. Well, Mina's got her uh, shield and sword out, obviously, and she will um, she'll approach the mine with him. Okay. So you see the entrance of the mine here. There is a big mine cart just kind of in the middle, and he goes right up to the entrance. Oh, this, uh, the mine cart is currently empty. Pretty standard thing. Uh, it's got the you know the 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 chassis of its metal, but the actual like buck of it, of it is wood. And I mean, as you look in, uh, you can see in the darkness because uh, it is daylight. Uh, the sun does reach fairly far down this uh, first tunnel. You do see a goblin. I see a goblin who seems to be sleeping. I see a sleeping goblin. Do you want me to shoot it? No. Direct's like, don't worry, I got this one. Okay. And he creeps up to it. Okay. And he just goes, and he just stabs it with his pick. Oh. And the goblin's just like, and then dead. Okay. All right. He's just like, got one. Off to a good start. That was good work. Yeah, they're not all going to be this easy, I'm sure. Okay. If we stay quiet and they're sleeping, what we really got to watch out for is those wolves. What the, uh, are the wolves? Are they just wolves? Or are they like magic mutant wolves? Like, well, let's hope they don't have anything like that. They have mutant wolves? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, they don't because no mutants in the Empire. He, he stands around back at the end of the cart, so he's not in the tunnel anymore. Right. He takes his pack off and he pulls a lantern out, lights it, and hands it to Bruno and says, Here, you look like you should hold this. Oh, okay. And we could push this cart in in front of us. To act as a distraction so they don't notice us coming behind no, the cart. No. Good. I, I don't, I'm not super keen on that. <laughs> What's the matter, tall one? Uh, making a bunch of noise and sending a minecart through the place that they're living seems like it would probably alert all of them, yeah? Yes, I feel mm. like carts would be too loud. No. It's not a boat on the river, you know. It's the closest thing that I've had a coach in days. <laughs> Yeah, we're not giving you a ride. Damn it. Uh, Lucky uses his arm to wipe a bunch of snot off his nose because he is. Uh, he didn't make that cool test today. Uh, okay, I guess. All right, I'll go first. I don't need the lantern to see. Okay. I know you manly knives aren't as keen. Okay. Can't carry a lantern and a gun. I have to holster the gun. <laughs> This is like a horrible idea. You figure he just gave it to you because you look the least combat effective. Rude. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> rude. I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you guys so, follow him in? Yeah. I'm very stressed out. Very stressed out. Again, staying, I'll stay next to Mina, if only because she's got the biggest sword. That That's true. With many stickers. All right, he heads down a good, well, it looks like probably 20 yards or so into the mine, and you get to a three, a four-way intersection. And he stops, and he's like, smell groby all over the place. Which way do you think we should go? Uh, away. Left. Always left. Makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. In here, it is, there's no, uh, once you get 
10 yards in or so there's you can see the light from the entrance but there's no additional lights in here all you have is this lantern Derek said he doesn't need it as a dwarf right he can see in the dark pretty much just fine but he knows that you guys can't see in the dark but you can see that that the track split off into three different directions from where you're coming from and each way is just pitch black to all of you Goblin, can can the goblins see in the dark? Yeah, of course they can. So I guess like I feel like maybe you're fine. Good to go ahead, right? Because like you don't need a light, but like, yeah, the course. light the light might signal them to show that someone's coming, but it wouldn't if it's just you. Not if they're sleeping. Okay. Let's all just take a minute. Listen, if we hear anything. Everybody can make a perception test. See if you hear any goblin activity. Ooh, direct is not. Ooh. Okay, I rolled my perception. <laughs> On the nose. Oh, his perception is actually really bad. Consume alcohol is good. Duh. <laughs> I failed by one success level. I got a 99. Wow. Bruno trips. You perceive, <laughs> got a 91. You didn't even perceive the wall next to you. Uh-oh. Lucky? I, I, I made it with zero success level. It's, it's okay. dark in here. So none of you hear anything. You all, Yeah, you, you maybe you're all a little freaked out from it being real dark very hard to hear. You do hear a little bit of like as wind as the air moves through the tunnels. Mm. Lucky you made it with one success level. Zero. Zero success levels. So like you 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 don't hear voices or anything like that, but you do hear you're not the only ones in these tunnels, but you're not sure where any noises are coming from. You, you with that success, you can tell that any noise in here is going to echo all over the place and not be able to pin anything down. And when there's already a three way split, you can you can kind of hear that the tunnels are kind of going every which way. I mean, I, I feel like we go down any one of these and we could be surrounded literally at any point. So to the right, I mean, <laughs> so I mean, surrounded by sleeping goblins, I mean, like. We saw one goblin, and it's just like a, a little, a little stab, and they're good. And that was probably their watch. Yeah. You know, that was probably the goblin who was supposed to be on watch and fell asleep. I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna leave without you guys. So, uh, but do what you're gonna do. To the left, to the left. Every single tunnel starts at the left. So heading to the right. There's. Our right, left on the map, right? That kind of fits both. <laughs> yeah, whatever. So we're going, this would be south. He knows, because dwarves know that stuff. Because he drinks and he knows things. Yeah. Yes. That's usually how it works for me. Yep. So he has, he goes first, because he's totally fine with that. I revealed a little bit more of the map here. You can see it starts to open up a bit. I'm going to right. try to make sure that I am between people at all times. I don't want to be last in line to be grabbed by a hand coming out of the wall to bring me back to the start of the dungeon or anything creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, I'm going to say here, uh, once we get further into this mine, in this darkness, the only light there is is that one lantern, depending on where Bruno is shining it, unless he passes it off to somebody. Who's so, ever talking, on, I'm shining it in their face. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So any test in here is going to be at minus 10 unless it's perception that's not based on sight. Those won't be affected. So taste. I will say unless whoever's holding the lantern is like shining it in the right place, we'll talk about how that we could potentially get rid of that penalty. Is it a 
Is it a directed lantern? Or I thought it was just like a. The dwarves have like nice lantern. shuttered lanterns, so it's like just it's kind of like a flashlight, like it's shining in one direction. Oh yeah, I definitely shine it in people's faces. <laughs> <laughs> this thing's bouncing around like crazy. All right, so he's he's uh, direct, just kind of stops in front of you guys, and he holds up his hand, and like a signal that you don't understand, and he goes, "Sure, we all accordion up behind him, pretty much." <laughs> so. It's definitely Groby around the corner here. I can smell him in here and breathing. I think I smell some wolves too. I shine the light around to see. Would you just wait? They might wake him up. Shall we just? I see you got some kind of manling blunderbuss there. You trust that thing? With my life, with your life. Nah. Well, I would rather be dwarf made, but you know, you take what you can get. If a blunderbuss goes off in these caves, literally everything in these caves is going to hear that. He could take out whatever is in this cave, though. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. hold my light. What? Tell you what, Manling, give me that lantern back. He puts the pick on his back. He takes the lantern. You don't even need the lantern. You need it. Oh. I'll oh. shine it. You blast oh, that thing. Sweet! I get to use my gun. <laughs> so he steps. So he's going to step forward. Um, this is a are you going to go idea. with him? Yeah, I'm going to go. All right, so get to use my gun. Yes. So, well, if you step around the corner, I'm going to reveal what you see in this particular room. Mudcast, mudcast guidance on uh, JB. <laughs> Oops. Uh, Bruno, what do you see in this room? All right. Let's see. I see a ton of like goblins and wolves. Let's oh. see. There's going to be. Oh my goodness! There's so many wolves. Uh, there's at <laughs> least five from my uh, supernumerate count. And there's uh, four goblins scattered about as well. Uh-huh. You do also notice from the light of Direct's lantern, they're all sleeping. Oh, we'll see what you do next time. I'm going to shoot them. We'll see. We'll just delay it one more episode. Oh. You're never going to shoot this gun. <laughs> Don't misfire. <laughs> Give you time to look up the rules for black powder as well. You know, you're rolling the dice, right? Like, <laughs> know what the outcome will be (laughs) oh my goodness oh it's gonna be so bad yep thanks so much for listening if you've enjoyed this check out all of our other great stuff over at the network for example dropping mondays we've got the lost omens podcast our pathfinder 2e actual play podcast join us as we start off with the extinction curse and navigate the world as members of a traveling circus also on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got Oh Yeah! Power Phase, a battle report stream live from Bearded Dragon Games where we go head-to-head playing Marvel Crisis Protocol. Every Wednesday is Patreon Day over at patreon.com slash professional casual. Every week on the Patreon, you will get new vlogs, bonus content, and a whole slew of other great stuff. Next up on Thursdays, we have a grim podcast of Perilous Adventure, our Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition actual play where we're playing through the enemy within, widely considered one of the greatest campaigns of all time. If actual plays aren't your jam for role-playing entertainment, on Sundays at 3 p.m. Eastern, we have the Grim Stream of Perilous Lore, where I will be streaming at our Twitch, talking about the lore of the old world of Warhammer. Every Friday, get ready, big chuckers, because Elite Eight Showdown is out both as a podcast and on YouTube, where we take a eight-subject bracket that could be about anything 
and everything, pit them against each other and fight them to the death. And you can always hop on over to any of our social media sites and check us out there and get in touch with us if you need to. Over on Twitter, we're at Top Tier Casual. Instagram and Gmail are both The Professional Casual. And then on Facebook and our website, it's uh, Professional Casual.